You're listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Well, guys, the regular season was weird and crazy and all over the place, and the offseason has so far followed suit. Welcome to the TLCFP. I am Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at CDerlin53. I'm Tyler Savatinaya. You can follow me at underscore Suavage underscore. And you can find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. A lot of weird and wacky and wild things happening with the Chiefs roster currently. Um, the biggest which I'm sure you've heard is Dion Bush is a Chief. What what great news. What big news is Woo. that? Um, <laughs> Loved his course. little exchange, though. Uh, yes, that was genuinely he's got funny. Some humor. He said, what's up, Chiefs Kingdom? And they said, <laughs> Uh, not now, Dion. Not freaking <laughs> right now. But. Dude's got some humor. I will say there were, uh, if we're going to start off with that part, there were some uh, inside sources uh, with the Bears and other teams, GMs and such. They were very upset that their teams didn't pick up Dion and believed that after watching Dion in practice and play for um, the Bears, that he was not, they were upset that he was not a starter, feel that he is a starter in this league and can go on to be a very, very, very solid player if not one of the better uh, topper or upper end safeties in the league. I do really like the signing. Very Vici move in that regard. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) But, of course, the big news and the news that happened within a matter of hours uh, publicly and happened uh, seemingly over quite a while uh, more privately, Tyreek Hill is a Miami Dolphin. Yep. Traded from the Kansas City Chiefs to Miami for a first, a second, and a fourth in the current draft, as well as a fourth and a sixth in the 2023 draft. He signs a four-year, $120 million extension, which was hilarious because Caleb and Tyler argued on our Snap uh, chat that um, he wasn't worth that and no one would sign him for $30 million, and then they signed him for exactly 30 million a year so that was funny um no wide receivers worth that i will not disagree i don't believe not not an actual i knew he was gonna get it fair um but uh yeah so that was wild uh tyler what what i mean what what do you think about that tyree kill is now a miami dolphin it happened really fast and as far as when it was actually announced that they would let him pursue the trade to when the trade happened, literally the same day, hours apart. Um, super weird, huge move. Uh, what does that mean for Kansas City and what has already been a wild offseason with the AFC West and the AFC as a whole making splash move after splash move to seemingly catch the Chiefs and the Bills and the Bengals at the top of that league? Uh, what do you make of this move? It's good and bad. So, it's best to move off of Tyreek now, knowing that he doesn't want to be here. And it, it obviously was not just for money. We all know that the writing's been on the wall for a while. Um, but with him leaving, that brings in solid picks. Now we can either move up in the draft. We can go trade. There, there are things to make this team ready to go this season. I don't think those moves will be made. Uh, this obviously does weaken the Chiefs. Now, that doesn't mean... When you criticize your team or, or you think less of them doesn't mean that they're not going to be good. It doesn't mean that you're any less of a fan. It just is reality. Um, so I, I do believe that the, this Chiefs team is weaker. 
I believe at this point in time, pre-draft, this puts Kansas City Chiefs third or fourth place in the division. Third or fourth. It's going to be interchangeable with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, it's a good move for Tyreek financially. Um, I believe that he will lose his Hall of Fame status because of this move. You stay in Kansas City, he's undoubtedly going to end up in the Hall of Fame. You go and play with – now, it depends once they move off Tua because they're going to move off Tua. Tua cannot get him the ball, will not be able to get Jalen Waddle the ball. Offensive line really isn't that good. It's a bad move professionally for Tyreek outside of financial reasons. Good move for the Chiefs. Um, this extends – closes our window for a year or two, uh, but then will give us five, six, seven-year window due to – you know, having 12 to 15 picks this season. And also a closed window with a quarterback, the caliber of Patrick Mahomes is not as closed as some other people's closed windows, though. I do in theory agree. I think the window is, is far like the window wasn't really so much a window as the front of your house was blown off um, in a, in a tornado, <laughs> um, uh, you know, over the last few years. Now it's a window. It's a, it's a window. It's, it's, uh, it's a jar. It's, it's cracked a basement. Open. It's a basement window that's made out of concrete and you can barely, it's a fire escape. That's and the, the only reason I, the I window disagree. got smaller is the AFC West and the moves that they've made this off season. If the AFC West with the Broncos and the chargers and, and the Raiders staying where they were this past season and not getting as, as good as they have gotten making the trades and, and free agents, I think that window is much, much larger, even without Tyreek, but moving Tyreek off, they all get better. It blows the door wide open for everybody else. Yeah, certainly. I would 100% agree that the chiefs for the first time uh, really since the beginning of 2018 are not the favorites in the AFC or not even one of the favorites. Now they're, they're still one of the favorites, but they are not the clear number one, certainly below that. Caleb, what are your big thoughts here? Tyreek Hill traded, signs a big contract. He is a Dolphin. Uh, well, I'll start off by saying I don't think that the window is as close as you guys are making it seem. Uh, you still have the best quarterback and the best tight end in the whole NFL, um, arguably the best offensive line in the whole AFC. Um, I, I, I still think this team is going to be very good. I still think they're going to win 11 to 12 games at minimum. Um Unless bar, barring some crazy inter, in, injuries, like if Kelsey goes down, if Pat goes down, like this team is falling apart real quick after that. But, and I also think, I, I think Tyree Kill is still going to the Hall of Fame. The man's already racked up three first team All Pros, a second team All Pro, been to six Super Bowls out of six seasons, and won a Super Bowl that he contributed heavily in. Um, I think even if he plays out his last, his three uh, seasons on this contract, um, and gets those career numbers up. I already think he's not first ballot, but he's in. Uh, three more seasons of, of meaningful stats for Tyreek, and I think he's in because that, that'll put him around uh, 700 receptions and, well, not 700, about 650, 650 receptions-ish and uh, 9,000, 8,000 yards um, and 80 touchdowns. And that's just – that's if he has some slow years. So I, I think Tyreek's health is fine. Uh, definitely bad professionally for him because I don't think the Dolphins are going to be able to compete in the AFC. Um, no, because they, they have Tua and Teddy Bridgewater. They have great wide receivers, but they just don't have the firepower at quarterback. Uh, the line isn't that great. Their defense isn't that great. Um, 
first year as a head coach too. We don't know what he's going to look like on the field. Obviously he's been making hella plays uh, to get some guys in there that are talented and going to make them look good. But I, I still think that the chiefs are in a fight with the division over the chargers. Um, and I think the Broncos and the Raiders are in a fight with third and fourth still. Yeah, I would agree with the the third and fourth as well. I don't I don't think the Chiefs automatically drop to three or four. It is much more likely, um, much more possible. Uh, yes, it, that it can definitely be, happen. That it, they would it, be third or fourth. But I it, still honestly right here, right now, predict them to be top two uh, in the AFC West because I think Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. He's the best quarterback in football. Um, and that, you know, when you when you have the best player at the most important position and you still have a solid team around you, um, I think they can still definitely win the division. Losing Tyreek makes the team not as good this season, but I still think they're very good. It is no longer impossible for the Chiefs to end up third in the AFC West. It was impossible. Yes. By by a large stretch um, in the previous three seasons or so. I, I have to ask this question because again, this is this is pre-draft, pre-camp. We've got to we've got to see a lot of moves be made. Hearing people put the Chiefs at one or two two for this season just seems right now as a very large stretch our defense gave up 37 points in in the afc championship right are we Uh, better off 27 this year but but 27 so are we better off defensively right now than we were last season um i think we are i mean we've got two we've we have two corners at best we have two corners on the roster we've got two three linebackers on the roster we've got two defense or three defensive linemen and uh three defensive ends so we obviously have them again um, it's pre-draft pre-cut round but the defense is lesser than where it was last year even within bringing justin reed and devin bush we're low on corners we're low on backers we're low at every single position out there i wish it was devin bush <laughs> or was, what, what's his yeah, name? Dion, Dion, Dion Bush. Dion Bush. Yeah. So I, yeah, we it was are, Devin Bush. Then, but we're still low. We still don't have the mm-hmm. quality players there. We cannot come out here and say that our defense is better than where it was last year. Offensively, uh, letting Charvarius Ward go is a sneaky, a sneaky L. Maybe not, but that money—it's generational money uh, what, for what, where he what, was at. It was like forty what was million his dollars. Contract? Okay, three, yeah, mis- three years or four. Let, let the man walk for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and offensively, we're, so much. we're clearly worse than we were last year. Again, moves to be made, people to be picked up. Rojo, we're still in talks with Rojo coming in, which would be absolutely massive to the running back room and would give us a lot more depth at, at where we need it for playmakers. But to say that we're going to go still first and second, even with as good as Patrick Mahomes is. He's got to have playmakers to get the ball in the hands of Travis is one of those guys, but they're going to start doubling Travis. And well, we saw about that teams of... were able to double Travis and they were able to double Tyreek and still cover our offense through a good portion of last season. So where we are now is, is I, I, it's just not the good spot to be a one or a two with the AFC West coming up. I, Let's I'm talk gonna, about a couple of the playmakers I, that got brought in though. Hold on. Uh, uh, Go ahead, go ahead. Then we'll get well, into it. Actually, you 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 say what you're going to say because I think this is going to spill into what I was going to say. All right. So the Chiefs have obviously you lose Tyree Kill, and I think almost no matter what, considering the market, that you know you're going to be a little bit worse at the wide receiver position at least for a season. That being said, they have brought in two solid names, um, 
and hey, it was really nice to have a true wide receiver two there for a couple days. Um, <laughs> four, four days. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, very close to being a chief last season, gets the deal done this season. Uh, he is now in Kansas City, and then as of today, recording, which is Thursday, March twenty fourth, um, they sign Marquez Valdez Scantling uh, for three years, thirty million. What was the Juju deal? It was one year, like three 10? million base. It's three it was, million yeah, it was, base. It was a really seven, low base. Uh, seven, a little over seven with incentives. So uh, two two solid receivers. Juju has had a pretty solid career. It's not been as good in the post Antonio Brown era in Pittsburgh but he's still a solid wide receiver. And then you have Marcus Valdez Scantling, uh, who, you know, maybe for some people, not a huge name, um, except that his name is literally huge uh, in length. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, but he's, he's been very productive still. He's been a a solid deep threat. He is a decent receiver, um, but definitely also very admittedly would be a great two or three, as opposed to the definitive second receiver that he's probably going to be asked to be right now. Um, What do you guys think about those moves? as the Chiefs do bring in uh, the two hyphenated men, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, I think two solid names, but also not Tyreek. Well, I'm probably going to say something here that Tyler's going to have words about, but uh, I think that what the Chiefs... What else is new? I Sky's ha- blue, water's wet, <laughs> Caleb and Tyler disagreeing. I, ha- I I believe that the Chiefs right now, at, at this current point in time, have a better wide receiver room than they did last season. See, I also disagree with that. Top to bottom, it is better than last season because our third receiver was Demarcus Robinson, and the floor is just miles, miles, miles above what it was last year. But the, the ceiling is also infinitely lower. It is infinitely lower, but it's not as high as the ceiling is now. We have a better top to bottom receiving core right I'd say now it's than we more did last balanced. season. It's more That's, I think, the better term for it. It is a more balanced receiver room, and I don't think it is a better one. I think it's really hard to lose a top three one, uh, top three receiver um, in the NFL, arguably, and call your room better. Now, I agree that I think the depth at a certain point, especially when you still have a guy like Travis Kelsey and your quarterback is still Patrick Mahomes, I think you can survive uh, losing a guy like Tyreek Hill, especially there's still time. They could go draft a receiver in the first or second round. They have four uh picks in the first two rounds they have eight in the first four rounds um so they can draft pretty much whoever they want if one of the first three picks is used on or if none of the first three picks are used on wide receivers i'm actually gonna lose my shit they're gonna pick (laughs) a guard in the first round or the second round and you know it one of the second round picks is being used on a guard for no reason i would be so upset (laughs) safety corner edge receiver literally Anything. You can do all those we, in the first two rounds. We probably need a <laughs> you can do it in re- the first three. We probably need a return specialist before we need a freaking guard. We have, <laughs> we have eight picks. Well, that's pro- uh, proportionately one of the reasons why we brought in uh, Scantling. Uh, there was also another. Who else did we bring in? That was also uh, Corey Coleman. Player. Corey Coleman is the other one Not who will more than likely. Patterson. <laughs> he will more than likely make the team just to be the return specialist as we clearly lost Tyreek and uh, Mike Hughes, who obviously wasn't good. Um, Much I don't better know. Than I, Cole. <laughs> well, that, that's not a bad, that's not a bad shout. I, I'm not upset about the Scantling move. It's, it's not awful. I think we very much overpaid for his services. It is essentially a two year, $18 million deal. 
Uh, I think that's a little high, but we obviously weren't going to get him without giving up that little bit of money. And we did need a deeper room. Um, I, I, everybody needs to prepare for little to nothing from this man, little to nothing. He was a number two wide receiver, easily the number two wide receiver, only behind Devonte Adams. If you want to put him at three, just behind Alan Lazard, I'm not going to argue with him, argue with you it, at that point. It's just semantics. He's a number two in the top three offense in the league. He can't manage more than 50 targets a season. His numbers have never been better than McCall Hardman's in the last two seasons. Marquez Valdez Scantling's numbers this season, 55 targets, 26 receptions, 430 yards. Last season, it was 63 targets, 33 receptions, 690 yards. McCole Hardman is already better than that with this past season at 83 targets, 59 receptions, nearly 700. He was seven yards off of a 700-yard season. And the season before that, only starting eight games and playing, you know, 16 games, 62 receptions for 560. I would put Valdez Scantling right in between of D-Rob and McCole uh, at best. Outside of that, he, he's coming in, and that's the thing. He's coming in to take the D-Rob position he's coming in as a wide receiver two going to be put in the wide receiver three four or five spot he is and a much much better d rob i'm I'm not, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not i'm not discrediting that he is better than d rob but he's coming but I, I, for that d rob but i do think that's what he's going to play oh yeah i don't think valda scantling is coming in here to be a one by any stretch uh he's definitely not that um but i think he is a way better two than uh you know than you had in D Rob. Now Byron Pringle well, is gonna also be our, the he's sneaky gonna loss here. Three. Sorry. No, 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 you're good. Um Byron Pringle's a sneaky loss, I think, in this room. I think he's the guy that he's also a floor guy. Now, is he gonna be a great, you know, can he be a dominant number one? No, not really. But he is a really good floor that you know what you're gonna get out of him and you know you can throw him out there and he's gonna catch balls and he's gonna score a little bit. Um that hurts. Now, also, I think this room does depend somewhat on McCole Hardman's development. We saw last year he played much better when he was able to focus 100% on being a wide receiver, not being a kick returner and a punt returner so much. He focused on receiver. It was much better. If he takes another step, then I think you can start to say like, hey, this is a this is a receiver room that has like three genuine guys plus Travis Kelsey and a, you know, starting to be now an aging Travis Kelsey, which is a weird thing to say, but it is beginning to be true. I mean, he's going to be 33 years old. Um, but I do think Nicole Hardman also weighs in on this, but I think obviously no matter what Juju is a fine receiver, he's never going to be Tyreek. He's never been Tyreek. He's never going to be as productive as Tyreek Hill. And it was great when you didn't have to ask him to be, but now you're going to have to have these guys, make up for that production and that's very difficult that's why i still think you have to try to go out and get a jarvis landry or take a wide receiver in the first round which which of those options would you rather have uh caleb would you rather go out and get a jarvis are you content with what the receiver room is now there's been some lavisca chenault um rumors and swirlings and talks uh, about trading for him out of jacksonville or are you uh content to stand back wait for the draft and take and uh, take whoever's there in the first or second round um, the draft would be nice, but I am fine with using some of the capital to go get LaVisca Chenault. And it probably wouldn't take being, that much. The reason being is because 
having having Juju and Valda Scantling on the outside and letting Chenault run the slot, I think is a more than acceptable way to field uh, for the Chiefs. I think that would be a great option for them. Um, and Valda Scantling can uh, rotate in and out with McCole Hardman. Uh, McCole Hardman can rotate in and out with uh, LaVisca Chenault. Chenault can play some outside as well. Um, I mean, we can really rotate guys all over the place uh, and play them how we want them and get the matchups we want to. There's a lot of playroom with those four guys. I, I think the Chenault deal should happen. That would be where I'm going right now if I'm Brett Veach. But, uh, Tyler, your thoughts? I 100% agree. Right now, every receiver that we have on the Kansas City Chiefs, guess how long their deals are worth outside of Valdez Gantley? Uh, probably that was just brand new. one year. <laughs> one season. After this 2022 season, we will have one wide receiver on the roster, and that is Marquez Valdez Scaling, a number three in this system. And don't get me wrong, he is the number three. Our number one will be Juju, or it'll be McColl. And everybody's going to say or a potential draft pick. Well, I, I'm see. going off of the information that we have right now. Sure. I believe As that the roster we will, currently stands. I have to take every. <laughs> Every piece that we have right now, and that's that's where we are right now. McColl still could potentially end up being the number one. I don't think um, that's going to happen, but Marcus Valdez Scantling is a number three in this system, and I would absolutely love to go out and get Lavishka Chenault. I'm taking I, Juju over McColl every day of the week. <laughs> it, it's semantics. I mean, realistically, it's going to be who plays the X better and who plays the Y better. I that, think that's Juju really going to be it. better. But I, I think I Juju's a great slot guy. Nah, just... <laughs> McColl's just not a great route runner. He's I been better, not. but he's not a great route runner. I'll tell you what, he's a much better route runner than Marquez Valdez Cantley. I'll say that much. He really, I, really. I is. need to watch more highlights of him, maybe, but I don't know if that's there's, true. But there's an be. absolute reason why he was the number two wide receiver and only garnered 50 targets in a season. Well, it's also because Devontae Adams is eternally open, but. Well, that's a good point, but. Either way, I think I think Chenault is, is a good look. We have one of two options. You either use two pieces uh, of draft capital to go get Lavishka Chenault, which is undoubtedly going to be a one and probably a four, maybe a five, or you trade up because there's no way that you're getting some of the cream of the crop in this year's draft as a receiver at 29 or wherever we're picking that low. I think we got 29 and 30. Yep. So you're going to have to move a one and probably a three at the least to get yourself up into, I don't know, the top 19, because that's where the cream of the crop is going to be. And I don't really trust like Veach has did a very, very good job this past season in the draft, getting, getting the, the pieces that we needed. But a lot of those pieces that he picked up, everybody already knew they were going to be great pieces. They were already being looked at. And so um, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be very difficult for me to believe that we're going to be able to get up there and, and draft Justin Jefferson at, at pick 29 or, or what have you. Um, I, I would feel more comfortable moving off for a piece that's going to be sticking around for cheap um, in, in LaVisca Chenault. And uh, he's, already, he's already a threat. He puts up really, really good numbers. He's played with uh, five different quarterbacks. He's had two or three different head coaching regimes, and that includes offensive schemes as well. So to bring in this guy, get him some stability with an offensive guru behind a great offensive line with a quarterback that 
is is stagnant, who's going to be there, I, I think that would be an absolutely fantastic move. I don't think it'd take a lot to get him. Yeah, that's the thing, especially with the draft capital that you have right now. I mean, what's giving up a third and a seventh for LaVisca Chenault? And those are our options. Don't do not sit here and think that Brett Veach is going to be drafting 12 players this season. That doesn't have oh, not true. Cause they like to trade up. He's proven it's, he likes to trade up. Nobody, no, if you have 12 draft picks, name me a GM that's using all 12 in the draft, especially with a majority of them coming in the seventh round. We have like five seventh round picks. I think it's four. That's so many. Definitely so, not Brett Veach because he really <laughs> likes to trade up. So it's, it's not happening. We're either moving capital to get a player or we're moving capital to get up and get us a player. It, it's going to be one of the two. No GM is going to sit there and take 12 rookies. It's not possible. So what would it take uh, for you to feel comfortable about the Chiefs wide receiver room right now? Do you feel, I think we can all agree that we don't, we still don't feel 100% comfortable about it right now as your top three guys are Juju Smith-Schuster, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, McCall Hardman, in whatever order. Those are the top three. What, what makes you feel comfortable? What makes you feel most comfortable? Does LaVisca Schnault make you feel good about it, or do you think that it has to be two more moves or, or three more moves? I think for me, LaVisca Schnault would solidify my worries. Um, obviously, I, I, I would always want two more moves because uh, I think sure. wide receiver is the second most important uh, piece of this offense or, or piece of this team right now. Um, is investing in weapons for Patrick Mahomes to throw to. Um, but LaVisca Chenault would all but ease my worries. Yeah, I, I would say the exact same thing. Chenault or some other maybe top 50 receiver. Here's the thing. We've got Patrick Mahomes, so you don't need a top 10 receiver. We do have Travis Kelsey, but we need somebody else to take the threat and spread out the defense. And, and we don't need over the top is great, but we don't need the over the top. We've got great minds and gurus on the offensive side. Uh, Lavishka would, would settle my mind at ease. Um, you know, there, there are some other moves out there that, uh, that would help as well, but we don't need somebody amazing, but we, we need, we need a good solidified number one wide receiver. And I don't know if Lavishka Chenault is, a solidified number one receiver uh, on this team, but you put his talents combined with Juju's combined with Travis. Now we're talking. I was talking with Landon earlier and uh, um, I don't remember what I was talking about with him. I just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, when was it? Was it in the car ride home from work? Uh, I don't remember. Totally lost uh, it. All right, cool. Blanked. <laughs> Blanked. Nice, <laughs> nice. Well, um, I, I think I liked Lavisca Chanel out of the draft. Uh, oh no, 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 no! I got it back. All right, all right. I got it back. I got it again. Um, one guy Brett Veach should be on the phone asking about and asking prices right now is DeAndre Hopkins. I think his price is a little lower than it has been. Uh, I don't know where the Cardinals stand on him. Uh, I don't think the Cardinals say yes because the NFC has all of a sudden become a bottomless void after the top that, three that, teams. That's also true. Filled, that's so. also true. But if they if they are looking for draft capital, um, DeAndre Hopkins and Patrick Mahomes would do special things. Very yeah, I mean, special be things. Like freaking sexy as all get out. But I I don't think they say yes. I would. You, you, you got to pick but... up the phone and see though. I, well, yeah, I think I think that's true the for only a lot reason of guys, but... where you have to stop is. 
cap. Yeah. It's the only place that you have to stop. Yeah. He's, if he's, if he's wanting a new deal and it's 28 million or 29 million. Nope. Well, see, here's going to be the thing. I don't think that he has enough leverage due to injury for the deal. But going mm-hmm. into this season, his cap hit is only 6.6 mil. That's yeah. actually not bad. That's not you, you, that's not you got. I, I feel like you got to pick up the phone, but I don't think the Cardinals do it. But but you got to pick up the phone and see the next two seasons. His cap hits are uh, 19, five and then 15. So realistically, I'm taking that all day. <laughs> it, 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 the contract is very, very good. Uh, there is a potential out if obviously we, you know, they were to take that. The potential out is after this season. But don't forget, he's 30 this season. His contract goes for an additional two years, which puts him at 33 at the end of his contract. And uh, he has not been healthy the last few seasons. So um, I, let's move with the team and go younger is where my stand would be at. Even I, I say, Hopkins, I, think I say I go turn that down. I say go younger unless the guy is Hopkins. <laughs> I think that's because a good Hopkins, Hopkins puts us right back in Super Bowl favorites immediately. Probably, probably. I don't, I don't think that's wrong at all. Uh, any other big thoughts about the chiefs or uh, any other big move that you wanted to talk about uh, before we wrap things up today? AFC West is looking strong, man. I'm worried. I'm scared. The AFC is monstrous. You got, I mean, even if Deshaun Watson doesn't play this season for the Browns or partial season, like they're going to be scary. Everybody is, everybody is scary right now, but look on the horizon. It, it, the window is closed for this year. I, I don't care. The, the Super Bowl window. I don't think that's true. For me, I think it's closed now. Again, got to wait until after the draft. Got to wait until after cuts and OTAs and camps. The window for me right this second is closed. There are some things that could open it. But we're going to be into a good couple years here very, very soon as the cap goes up and Patrick Mahomes' deal starts to look friendlier and friendlier and friendlier. Patrick Mahomes. It- Guess. Patrick Patrick Mahomes only has to win four straight games to win a Super Bowl. Guess, guess who has to start getting paid as we get to the end of this season? You Patrick got, Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pat, I mean Pat's contract is, but his is already set. His we, is already I know, but, set. I know, but we've we're got looking. Josh Allen, who has to get a new deal. We've got Deshaun Watson's money, who is going to be hitting after this season. Mm-hmm. Very, if very he plays, we were looking at guaranteed. We were looking at the cap hits on on uh, on Mahomes' contract, and currently, as it stands, and it's not gonna. This is gonna get changed at some point in the in, in the future. But Patrick Mahomes' cap hit for twenty twenty seven season is fifty nine and a half million. <laughs> but the cap at that point is gonna be like three hundred. Well, well, and that's getting restructured. That's just how it stands now. There's right. no chance we're eating fifty nine and a half million in cap. We'll eat it if that's only 25% of the cap. If the cap is $300 million in a season, that's nothing. You can't eat that, though. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's $300 million, you can. But. If, it's, if the cap is it goes up $100 million, yeah, you can you can eat that and be very happy about it. Yeah, but I don't, know if, I don't think it'll go up that much, but uh, it will go up, no doubt. Um, Caleb, any, anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here today? Nope, I'm good. AFC is looking scary. Um, that is for sure. A lot of offseason left to go. The draft for the Chiefs, very interesting. So many picks. Um, I and I, I totally agree. They will not use all of them. Uh, they'll use all of them for something, but they will not select 
a player out of college uh, he, with all of them. He will trade up at some point in this draft. Or trade for somebody. One of those two things will happen. Maybe Whatever both. we do, don't pick up Julio. Uh, you're wrong, but carry on. And see, Caleb's wrong too because seasons. Caleb still thinks Julio's a definite one, and he's not a definite Julio's one. Julio's a one. Julio's 19 no. games in two he's, seasons he's, and did absolutely nothing. No thank you. Yeah, he's not a one. I would I wouldn't hate a signing if they wanted to pick him up, but he's not a one. He's a one. Uh, so there you go. Just like you like on this show, three totally different opinions or probably all a little bit wrong. Um, so there you go. That's that's the brand, right? But uh, well, guys, it's gonna be an interesting rest of the offseason. Once again, I am Landon Fields. You can find me on Twitter at Fields underscore Lando. I am Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at C Derlin53. I'm Tyler Savatinai. You can follow me at underscore suavage underscore. You can find the show on Twitter at TLCFP. We're going to have draft shows and we're going to do some more interviews in this offseason. So make sure to tune in for that. Um, well, Tyreek Hill, Miami Dolphin. Uh, also, before we get out, last thing. Was the haul in return enough? Yes or no? Yes. It was a great move by Beach. That was the best deal available, I believe. So it was a good return. But the, uh, the first rounders weren't high enough for me. Uh, it wasn't answer. it wasn't high enough, but it's because the Dolphins knew they had to pay him thirty million, and the Chiefs were kind of tied because they everybody knew they weren't paying him that. That's also uh, it's fair. Reasonable. We we fair got reasonable. we got more for Tyree Kill than the Packers got for Devonte. Devonte's also two years older, and he's way better. And he is better. Not wrong. Well, guys, as always. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Chiefs.